Wanted to have a little bit of co-host action on this space. It's pretty exciting time. Hey, Zerk. Um, yeah, I'm doing all right. I'm doing all right. Um, technically, I'm working, so if I rug out, um, yeah, that's why. Don't worry. Don't worry about it. Um, great call earlier on the gold coin. I made 2x on that. Um, I, I actually sold, I believe it was the local top, so I got lucky there. And I did buy back in when you told us to buy back in. So lots of money to be made on base chain today. Tiny frogs like rocketing from I, I, I'm a little bit pissed at myself because I've been following this project for uh, for a week now. I believe I've been in touch with the dev as well. Uh, we're in the DMs. You know, I was like telling him he, he's probably going to have a successful mint. And he was a little bit concerned. He was like, oh, this is the bear market. I don't know how well this project will do. And uh, ended up minting out in like a minute. I got only failed transactions. I do believe some people got the mint, but uh, really cool to see, uh, you know, this new chain being very, very lively. Did you, did you uh, try to mint some uh, NFTs or uh, only doing the meme coins right now? Um, too slow for NF NFTs, honestly. Um, I try and I always get wrecked, so I, I stay out of NFTs. Yeah, you kind of got a mint from contract. I didn't even do it. I, I, I should have minted from contract. I was like expecting this to take a few minutes to sell out, but uh, it was it was way too quick. Um, did you listen to the talk that Brian Armstrong had with uh, Jesse uh, Polak on? Uh, the base chain and I guess their vision for this since, you know, Coinbase is um, a centralized exchange, right? And they are pushing for this uh, decentralized quote unquote option, which is base chain. And uh, they want people to be doing, you know, things on chain, which is really, really cool. I don't know if you listened to that interview. I thought it was pretty neat. Um, and uh, they, they have a pretty nice vision there on what they want to accomplish. Yeah, I did not listen. Um, I mean, yeah, base chain is just the American BSC. So we'll get a lot of shit coins, a lot of funky projects, and we can just get paid cheap gas to do stuff. It's not that cheap, though. Like, honestly, because it is an L2, right? I feel it's much cheaper than um, Ethereum, but it's not as cheap as BSC back in the days or, or even things like Solano or Polygon. That being said, it is more secure, right, quote unquote, and more uh, decentralized as well as an option. So might see more money flowing into base than uh, some of those other options. And what I got from that interview that I thought was really great is that uh, they see Coinbase as the biggest on and off ramp for crypto. And afterwards, they see base chain as kind of like, okay, you bought crypto, what do you do with it? Well, then you get on base chain and you play with all these dabs, buy these NFTs, and you know, and get to enjoy what crypto is all about. So I felt like that was, they had a good synergy there in terms of what one product does and what the other does. Uh, they even quoted, I believe, DYDX, uh, which is a perps platform, right? Um, and it seemed like, you know, they don't mind having maybe some competition between them and, and this base chain. And I think that was really cool from them. I don't know. Maybe they just said it uh, because they want it to be uh, politically correct. But, uh, yeah, I'm I'm liking this. Yeah, definitely curious to see how uh, all that develops. Right now, it's just meme coins and uh, meme coins. So let's see. 
Well, yeah, you're right. So far, it's been a lot of meme coins, but uh, also some uh, pretty legit NFT projects like uh, based wreck chickens. Am I right? As well as uh, these uh, based tiny frogs, <laughs> which are pretty cool. And uh, I think it was very impressive how they got OpenSea, they got Manifold, they got Zora, they got all this infrastructure. And uh, from that interview, they said they have 100 dApps that will be deploying like within weeks, uh, even less than that, that are basically ready for launch. So you saw we have Uniswap already, Sushi, you know, <laughs> we did get the Ruggy lead swap before that. Uh, but now we have like, oh, and Balancer, I think, is also another one that's um, live on base. So I'm expecting them to deliver on dApps very, very quickly due to kind of the influence they have as uh, being the largest U.S.-based exchange. I think they got all the connections for making that happen. I mean, yeah, they have the, the biggest exchange in the U.S. and all the, well, they have most of the licenses, but I don't know. It's going to be interesting to see how all this develops. There's there's like a lot to unpack with it still. Yeah. Um, it reminds me a little bit of... Uh, do you remember when Arbitrum launched? Because I was there when it launched. And um, it was a big bag of, of nothing at the time because there, there wasn't much to do. Uh, it was, you know, okay, cool. I can bridge my funds to this L2 and it takes me a week to bridge them back. Where should I, what should I do? There was some pools that you could provide liquidity, but the APRs weren't amazing. Um, and then I kind of left, actually, and I came back when uh, Radiant Capital and all these DeFi uh, protocols came out on Arbitrum. So I think they learned from that lesson, or, or maybe that's my wishful thinking, but they already have at least five bridges, right, that you can bridge out through Stargate, through Squid, through Orbiter. Um, so the infrastructure is already there for that. Um, I guess, yes, I'm also looking forward to some new and exciting DeFi stuff to do on that chain. And that's not their live. I agree with you. Uh, but in terms of the basics, like they're very well uh, equipped and uh, yeah, I'm, I, I'm, I'm kind of impressed. Uh, do you remember like we were talking about this chain? I think it was two weeks ago and it was only rugs, right? Like it was only like bald and leaf swap that that's all that was there. And now it's like 180 degrees. It's pretty legit. I mean, I felt like a pretty big shift. Still, same DGENs are here trading meme coins. But it's just uh, kind of my philosophy around it is has dramatically changed. Maybe because I, I drank the Brian Armstrong Kool-Aid uh, and, and, and you didn't listen to that interview, but he was pretty good at it. Yeah, he definitely uh, drank the Kool-Aid. I'm surprised you're not. Um, you just haven't talked to Ryan Wyatt in a bit, I think. It's that, that's it. Because uh, after Ryan Wyatt left, it, 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 I needed uh, you know, somebody to look up to. And I guess uh, Brian Armstrong <laughs> became the role model at that point. But no, it's, uh, yeah, it's pretty bullish. Uh, we see a lot of money flowing in. And, and people can bridge out. So it's not like, you know, there's no interest in... Uh, bridging out and there's nothing to do there is stuff to do and uh, as we've seen i mean just incredible volume i will talk about the tiny frogs because they're the number one trending collection on OpenSea on a completely new blockchain already 46 ETH in volume not that many owners 256 but it shows that uh the whales are definitely there to, to play with the big money. Uh, a floor of, I think it's uh, $400 almost on something that minted for like five bucks. So very, very impressive. And, and the chickens as well, which I'd like to remind people, the chickens are the first minted out PFP collection on base. Um, a floor of about $100 right now and uh, minted for five bucks. <laughs> uh so pretty nice to see these collections uh, you know popping off 
on uh, this brand new chain. Um, all I gotta say for people that are listening on the spaces, uh, definitely don't, you know, be on the lookout for these opportunities because we called this a few weeks ago now. We're like, oh, this tiny frogs collection is gonna do really well. The chickens are probably gonna do well too. And there'll be plenty of cool opportunities because it's super early. Uh, and the more you wait, the less early you are, and the more scams I feel like are going to come up. And also, maybe with maturity comes, you know, better DeFi protocols and all that. So there's a trade-off there. Um, yeah, I don't know. What do you think about Exuli? Or you're still uh, trying to kind of uh, make your mind about if you're going to be playing a little more on base chain, or it's just a, a marketing ploy? I don't know what it is. No, like. It's just going to be the same as optimism, honestly. So I'll see. Um, I think a lot of optimism projects are going to get airdropped. So like, yeah, um, Velodrome, the new one on base is called Aerodrome. So that one's going to be airdropping people. And it's just going to continue like that for a while, I think. So yeah, probably going to see a lot of like transitions just from like the airdrops. Curious how they're going to do without like other incentives, whether it's just going to be like protocols on the chain actually incentivizing everyone or or what's happening there. Yeah, that's a very surprising. And I guess um, Brian said there won't be a token. So for anybody that's farming tokens, I really don't think he's going to be doing a token, uh, especially considering, you know, <laughs> in how much trouble he's in already with the sec he, even though he did nothing wrong right uh but they want him to the list everything except bitcoin which makes absolutely no sense um so that being said i'm like 99 sure he's not going to risk it with a token uh some sort of coinbase on-chain token that would make no sense to me like he could get in a lot of trouble afterwards so you're right Right now, they don't have a token, and they promise they won't have a token. So how do they incentivize these you know, users and protocols to stay? And, but it seems like it's working because of the clout that Coinbase has versus something like Optimism, which did not have any clout and even had a token. And still, there was even less to do on Optimism for a very long time versus Arbitrum. I remember that. So um, the tech is similar, but the adoption of the tech is very different, in my opinion. And we, we kind of see um, the crazy volumes here for like an NFT collection, right? Like I would never have expected these tiny little frogs to run up to like 400 bucks uh, within an hour. <laughs> so very impressive. Um, and I think there's a lot of eyes on this chain which was not the case for, for Arbitrum and Optimism, even though they had like the first mover advantage in terms of tech. What do you think of, you know, the adoption of this chain? Oh, okay. We have some people that want to request. Yeah. If you want to come up and chat, it's an AMA. Adoption. Um, again, I think it's going to be just mostly Optimism people forking over. It's pretty easy to fork. So that's why you got Uniswap and Sushi and all those guys already on their balancer. Um, so I'd, I'd say pretty much everything that's on optimism right now is probably going to be on base. Um, I think the real question is going to be when Coinbase does something to onboard their own users onto the chain. Like that's where it's actually going to start getting interesting. Right now, we're just kind of recycling what's left of the users here. So, oh, that's a good point, yeah. man. Uh, I mean, that was their vision, right? That's what he said on the call. He said, we want you to on-ram using Coinbase, and then we want you to use your crypto on base chain. So there might be some sort of uh, symbiotic relationship there. Okay, I see Alex here from, uh, I believe I saw you in Discord a couple of times. So welcome. Uh, let me know what you think about base chain. Hey, yes, Zerk, I, I suppose. Uh, I'm Alex, founder of Factions. Yeah, uh, I just wanted to give my opinion. I was there when Kronos launched. 
So the blockchain from uh, from the CDC crypto.com and uh, what actually made Kronos to pump in the early days was their direct direction with uh, crypto.com uh, entity and they actually on ramped from CDC to Kronos through their apps and uh, by pushing ads and uh, they tried something but it did not succeed after all but i think base learned that learned that study and definitely watched them and watched binance uh, how they operated with bnb chain and i think we're gonna see another approach on base so what what i'm seeing right now is that they as you said they already have a lot of depths a lot of infrastructure so they have provided already the tools for the developers to build on base that's 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 amazing in two weeks and just today is the official launch they know that if we want the chain to grow you have to put up the tools needed for the dev to work with and uh, that's that's impressive for me and as you said if they succeed to make an uh, a bridge between their uh, their and their users from their centralized exchange to coinbase to to base chain and somehow if they even pull the cards to work on the chain that's a dream of mine to have a card for the from the defi world but that can happen on base uh, i mean that that would be a game changer and definitely we can't compare it to Optimus. Okay, we can compare it from a technological side, but only by having the Coinbase uh, entity as a backer of the base, that's, that's huge. Yeah, I really love that point. Uh, I guess that's what I was trying to say with adoption, not adoption of existing protocols and you know forking of uh, Uniswap and SushiSwap and whatever other uh, DeFi protocol we have. It's more about the you know user adoption from a Coinbase. Yes, Coinbase users, I think that would be like in an ideal world. But even just like the visibility from, you know, we have people from Polygon here, Alex from Kronos, all these different ecosystems. I know some Solana folk are interested because it has that Coinbase branding associated with it which is very strong and i believe that coinbase probably one of the most reputable institutions crypto institutions out there uh kind of immaculate reputation as far as i'm concerned right like versus you know i'm not hating binance or cz but uh, not not kind of the same uh shine to it <laughs> uh coinbase was always kind of like that prestigious you know exchange and always doing things right. So I feel like people have way more confidence and trust into this chain than, than anything else pretty much that's on chain. So, and if they can get those uh, normie users, quote unquote, the people that buy crypto and then leave it on the exchange, if they can onboard those people, like that, that'd be like the dream come true. That That's how you get people to buy NFTs actually. This is like, uh, you know, the funnel to, to real world mass adoption. And I think uh, Jesse Polak even mentioned that, like his goal is to onboard 100 million people on chain, not to crypto, but on chain. So um, I don't know. I drank the Kool-Aid, Zule. I really did. <laughs> you can bring another perspective. That would make two of us. <laughs> yeah, I, I have to somehow the same feelings about base. Then I, we can we can see it in Binance uh, at BNB. I mean, at the time where BNB was launched, Binance did not have this name, this label put it on them. That actually the media uh, made us feel that way in the last year or last year and a half. But when Binance chain was launched, there was no label and everyone jumped but not at this level because the web3 wasn't so exposed to the web2 as binance launching 2019 if i remember correctly and we all know that the boom was in 2020 after the covid started so right now we are in a we are in a bear market we are in a, the web3 have exposure the base do have the do have the the name that they have being an institutional checks and uh, they are listed and everything in the us so they have that big name of them and right now they launching a, a blockchain where everyone in my opinion everyone will jump in only because of the name that 
okay, I'm, I'm here, I'm on Coinbase chain, it's, it's smooth, it's easy. And I'm curious to see when that integration will come from the, from the text to, to the DeFi world. I'm very curious how much they will wait until, until that happens. Yeah, you're, you're totally right. Right now, it's, I think that was Xuli's point as well. Right now, it's all as DGENs on this chain, right? Like, you understand the hoops you had to get through to bridge to this chain. It's you're sending ETH to a contract. Uh, it's not so easy. You're installing an RPC, you know, you're doing all these things in MetaMask that are very unintuitive. Uh, so I, I'm, I totally think that right now it's mainly DGENs and people that have uh, some good capital to play with. But um, soon, hopefully, they will implement some sort of program to bridge the Coinbase people or the centralized exchange people to on-chain. Because I think the gap is pretty massive. And, and I hope Zuli can talk about this, but he knows the numbers of people that hold crypto on centralized exchange versus in their own wallets. Like, what is it? Is it 99% versus one? Like the, the <laughs> it's definitely not even like close in terms of how much on-chain adoption we're getting uh, versus crypto adoption, if I can use that, uh, you know, term. Zuli, can you speak? Um, just recapping, you want to know how many people are actually on chain? Yeah. How many people are using yeah, um, centralized exchanges versus decentralized exchanges, basically? So there's 20 people in this spaces. Uh, I think just Bessa is missing. So 22 people on chain. <laughs> and, and how many are off chain, but still, you know, playing with crypto? Oh, they, they all left. They all left. Uh, yeah, the, your your mom forgot her Coinbase password like two years ago. I think she she's not coming back. I'm sorry. That's too bad, man. Because uh, she wasn't on Coinbase in the first place. Um, but yeah, no, I think the numbers is like ridiculously small, and that's why all the perps exchanges, right? Like the perps, all they want to get is get a little bit of Binance share or a little bit of you know. <laughs> one of these bigger exchanges share that's like their only goal and that tells you that this is all happening off chain and these are people you could get on chain and really why we're so bullish for on chain is we know it's not your keys not your crypto and this is basically the whole value proposition of crypto this kind of financial freedom and freedom of ownership and if it's in an exchange we've seen many many bad things happen uh, i don't even need to go far back to tell how people lost their funds uh by not having... all exchanges are uh, zero day yeah there we go or zero day yeah, rugs they're all rugs so you know get your money in <laughs> get your cash on the exchange and then quickly get out um that would be my advice. I don't even use an exchange. I use like a more direct way of on-ramping and off-ramping most of the time. So yeah. Um, so hopefully people understand that because I think uh, they, they, they don't understand that right now. And that's kind of one of the big misconceptions of, you know, crypto. It's all a scam. No, it's really not. There's some great things happening and you got to explore the ecosystem. So um yeah, okay, I'm excited. I'm excited. So Mint's going well. Uh wondering what they're gonna do in the next few weeks. But uh from my understanding it's a celebration. So we'll see. Uh stay tuned for the ride. Alex, go ahead, man. Yeah, uh, another another uh Peel of opium <laughs> with the base. Dave, uh, I can't emphasize enough how much the tools that they've provided already for the developers i mean that's that's important i see another chains that are launching that do not have that and it's it's challenging to develop things and put things live when you do not have the hammer and the nail you know you every developer needs any uh, some sort of tools and base managed to provide every single thing that a developer needs to put their dep on the chain before the launching this is something that it's pretty big in my opinion. Yeah, infrastructure definitely there. And um, 
I do want to add another thing. I think Zuli talked about how are they going to finance some of these, you know, protocols and things like that. They already put up so much infrastructure. They just, to me, they just inject cash into it. Like, they're not even, you know, they're not even printing a new token. They just throw money at it. And um, I want to add, we, we have to apply. And Alex, I don't know if you check this out, because I know you have a project coming up. Uh, but uh, Nouns Prop, um, basically, I, I think they're a division of nouns. I'm not 100% sure of the whole, you know, kind of uh, administrative side of it. Doesn't matter. Nouns Prop is offering 100 ETH to builders of base. And, and really, it's for like small projects like ourselves, right? Like you minted an NFT project, maybe you created some sort of analytics website, I don't know, you can go ahead and apply for that mini grant. I think they give away like two to five ETH. It's not much, but it's still nice to, to kind of uh, see that they are incentivizing builders on base uh, right from the start, from the launch. Like the, this prop just launched uh, as soon as the base uh, official launch happened, which is today. So um, yeah, I, I, I have the same hopium as you, Alex. I, I am. I, I will say, like we're pretty big on Polygon too, and I'm very bullish on the zk EVM tech. But I'm more bullish on this, you know, kind of uh, base chain adoption because they have Coinbase. I don't know what will happen. And Brian was saying that he doesn't really care who wins these L2 wars, or he doesn't even call them wars. He doesn't really care as long as people are on chain. He's happy about it. So. Uh, that's that's really wonderful to see. I got uh, somebody new that came up, uh, Omega. Go ahead, man. Hey guys, what's up? It's uh, Omega from the Mystical Collection here. Um, thanks for doing the space. So it's it, it's really interesting to hear that the the developer side of things. They've made it super easy. Um, I know Solana is a bit of a swear word sometimes, but I know they did a pretty great job at, at kind of getting people off off of the ground. But it's pretty unheard of to hear of these initial funding pools. I mean, what what do you think the overall value proposition to like general consumers will be? Like, like you referenced, your mum's forgotten her Coinbase account, right? How are we going to start onboarding more of those people via the base chain? Like, what do you think they're going to do? Like, what kind of initiative they're going to be doing? I don't know. Uh, things like, uh, I guess we we have the, the the Polygon mindset here, and and I will just share you a couple of things that they've been doing, but uh, things like. Uh, creating your wallet just through email address, you know, that is super easy. And uh, I guess it, it does lose all the time when you take a little shortcut, right? Like uh, creating your wallet using an email address. At the same time, you're opening that uh, breach of security and we've seen those things happen, but hopefully they do it in a very seamless and uh, user-friendly way where wallet creation is very simple because I think that is kind of the biggest gap and, and transferring your funds from Coinbase to, to base chain. Because right now, really what you have to do is you, you're bridging to Ethereum and then you're bridging from Ethereum to base and then you're switching your RPC to MetaMask, right? With, uh, on, on MetaMask. So, so many steps, so much friction, it's like impossible. Hopefully, better wallet experience, everything may be integrated within their Coinbase wallet and app. I don't know how they're gonna do it. Maybe it's gonna be like just a switch, right? Like switch from your Coinbase on off-chain to on-chain wallet. That'd be really cool. I don't know, do you have any ideas? Yeah, I mean, I, I was thinking, I mean, coin, the Coinbase app in itself is is relatively good. Do you reckon we'll see them kind of encroach on the Phantom and MetaMask wallet, kind of the, the the all-in-one app for crypto, uh, I guess. I mean, if they're lowering the transaction fees and stuff once you're on base, like it's it's pretty slick, it's really fast. There's some good tech coming out. And if you could have all of that, that kind of volume traffic, um, I mean, when NFTs and, and crypto first started becoming popular, I mean, Coinbase was the go-to place, right, to get your credit card out and, and throw some money down. Um, but like you said, if they could improve that wallet creation process, the sign-up process with 
with with email only although the the, the cyber security specialist in me kind of goes well that just just screams phishing attempts and, and and kind of spoofing attacks on on people we already get enough of that um so it's a consideration but i i personally would like to see kind of that all-in-one app for your your nfts your wallets your trading um kind of the, the i hate to say it again but the apple experience for for crypto yeah, you're totally right. I think, you know, since they already have a pretty sweet app, um, maybe there is a way for them to incorporate that wallet within that app, right? Uh, and make it very, very user-friendly. Right now, though, I think I do want to get back to Zuli's point. A lot of people are not even interested in, in going through those steps because they don't see the value of going on-chain. Uh, they don't even see the value of crypto, right? So <laughs> you kind of, uh, I think we, we need a, a few more good real world use cases. Uh, payments for one is one of the simplest one. And I think one that hasn't been developed to its full potential. Obviously, people like to talk about gaming and NFTs. I'll put those in as well. Uh, but uh, making people, you know, if there is a big value proposition for you to onboard to crypto, you will do it. Right now, I think um, there's just so much stigma around it being a, a scam and all these regulations coming out that are anti-crypto, uh, some now that are pro-crypto. So um, really, I think they're, they're setting themselves up for success, but it will take some time for that mindset shift. And, you know, people kind of willing to learn this new tech because they see that there's a benefit. Uh, I, I, I'm not sure the the biggest friction right now. Yes, the friction is kind of going through these hoops. But I also think the friction is not seeing the point of, of you know, doing this. Um, Alex, go ahead, man. Yeah. And uh, I mean, what happened with Bald? So that that part, that parts of it uh, goes into the media and uh, the web to people see it as okay. That's that's the on chain thing, but I think we, as you said, we need a little bit of time to and uh, to everyone to see the benefits of of what on chain provides, but also the responsibilities that the on chain transactioning uh, brings you know, onto the table as you basically you are your own bank on the chain and you have to be careful where you put where, what you sign where you sign and with what wallet and so on we we are digents we stay on the wallets i have 20 wallets maybe more and we all know this stuff but <laughs> you know until the until the web two people come uh, i think we need a little bit more of time and uh, maybe some ways to call, to not have so many rugs uh, going into the media i'm sure that in us uh, the media was like okay coinbase launched uh, the blockchain and already there is a rug there or things like that uh, yeah the i don't know <laughs> i hope people don't learn about bald and, and lead swap I hope they don't read about it because you're right, man. That the first experience with that chain was a rug. Um, yeah, yeah, that's it. I agree with you, man. That's that's kind of like the point is uh, people don't understand why they should even be doing this, why they should be even investing themselves into crypto. Because um, I think you know the the big push and greed greed is motivates a lot of people, right? But but it's not the right way to motivate people, in my opinion, long term, because eventually you're going to lose money. And then if that was the only reason why you joined the space, you're going to quit. And, you know, we lost you. If you don't kind of uh, understand the fundamentals of crypto, uh, which I'm, I'm really big on the immutability, you know, the decentralization, kind of the freedom that it brings. If, if you don't understand that, and you're only here to make a buck, uh, you won't stay very long, in my opinion, because I, I guarantee you will lose some trades. And if you get frustrated, you were like, hey, I joined this because I was supposed to make a million dollars and you just got wrecked, uh, then you're going to leave. And then, you know, what's the point? Like we 
we kind of onboarded you for the wrong reasons and you left. So hoping that, uh, I guess you're right, man. Maybe the, the way of onboarding people is yes, through this tech, but also through better messaging. Like, I don't know, maybe we need some sort of, uh, class in high school. Um, you know, I'm just spitballing here, maybe a documentary, a film by Christopher Nolan. I don't know. Something like that, that that will open people's eyes into the value prop of crypto. Um, Go ahead, Omega. I I think kind of what what you're saying there about how do we move people away from this let's get rich quick scheme um, to kind of that that mass adoption, it, it feels very similar to cloud application adoption, right? If you look 10 years ago, everyone was going, oh, I don't want to be using AWS, Azure, all of that sort of stuff. It's it's not very secure, blah, 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 blah. And it was only when general consumers started using services that they had no idea was cloud-based that the penny suddenly dropped. And they're like, oh, I've been doing this the whole time. So I think that my, my point being there is it will take a, a, either a successful project like, like us guys here where we're trying to build something and it gets adopted by the masses or somebody like a Microsoft or, or an Amazon Web Services releases a blockchain type technology that that somebody uses and it goes out to to the masses and then they kind of do that scooby-doo mask reveal where they say hey this has been blockchain all along and you never realized and then suddenly it's it's accepted by everyone in in the mass market yeah uh i guess you're you're saying here um and and i i'm gonna give you a good example uh a killer app right an app that is so good it's obvious you have to use it. And uh, I'm going to give you a good, but uh, maybe some people think it's a bad example at this point. But uh, I don't know if you remember uh, Terra Luna back in the day, <laughs> uh, as uh, a lot of our community was involved with that ecosystem. And they had this protocol called Anchor, which was basically you earn 20% yield. Oh, Alex knows what I'm talking about. You earn 20% yield on. UST, which is supposed to be, you know, just like USDC or even just like USD. Like, so you earn 20% yield on a stable coin. And they made it extremely easy to use. Uh, they even had like dApps developed for phones where you could just onboard your on ramp your fiat money, buy into this dApp, and you earn money. And you kind of saw the money grow second per second like they had like the little counter and it was like moving really you know like a few cents uh and you always kind of earn that money so it's kind of like a banking app in that sense where it was an alternate savings account that got you 20 percent yield so they got a lot of people into that because it was super simple and uh, the value prop is uh also very clear what savings account gives you 20 percent per year that's like incredible Unfortunately, the whole thing collapsed because it was uh, unsustainable, and I, I, I don't want to go into details. But uh, that being said, right, like this was a killer app. Like it was easy to market. It was easy for people to understand. Um, hoping we can find something that's a little more sustainable, but very similar to that sort of value proposition. Like I agree, real world assets, but you know something like. A mini savings account, if we could have that, that gives you a little more than the bank, that would be so good, right? Uh, or just, you know, transferring money from yourself to somebody else for super quickly and very cheap. That that also is, is pretty great. So uh, keep it simple and you'll get like pretty good adoption. I don't know, Zuli, what do you think about his point about having, you know, uh, a good use case for crypto? Um, I mean, we got we got the use case of uh, international casinos, so like that's one thing. Um, that I think there's also just like a big discrepancy. Like, if we're being a little more serious, um, like first world versus like developing nations. Um, you know, most of North America, Europe, they just treat crypto like uh, just straight up speculation casinos, whereas like other places in the world are treating crypto like everyday bank or savings or even you know choosing to get paid in crypto rather than local currency because local currency is a big rock so um i think like we'll slowly start to see some of that um 
but yeah, it kind of depends on like how the dollar does and stuff like that. But yeah, we're going to see a lot more CBDCs moving forward as well. Um, it's hard to say. Wallets are still pretty complicated. There's a lot of work with MPC wallets. That's pretty interesting. But like right now, depth of the bear market, it's it's a fun casino that we're just hoping one day isn't such a casino. I would hate for CBDC adoption. Uh, do you think it's inevitable for that to happen? Like at this point, I don't know. I'm hearing PayPal has a stable coin and it's kind of like a CBDC, but not really. So I think I'm okay with that. The, the PayPal thing is ridiculous. The US went hard after BUSD and then PayPal is literally the same thing, just controlled by PayPal instead of Binance. Um, Yes, CBDC is extremely bullish for CBDCs. I think there's a lot of sheep in this world and they're going to be very happy owning nothing. Um, yes, extremely bullish CBDCs. That makes me sad. Um, I hope others are so bullish. But uh, what kind of uh, app were you thinking, Omega, outside of you know tokenizing real-world assets? Is there anything else that you feel is low-hanging fruit in terms of um, you know getting people to use crypto? Um, I mean, the majority of my examples would, would be kind of in the RWA space. Um, I mean, if you think of insurance brokers and, and try to decide the value of your content insurance, for example, if all of the items you ever bought were were trackable and on-chain and kind of bringing crypto back, with, back to its roots on who owns what, where, when and why, then they could dynamically price your content insurance based on what you're buying and selling amongst people, right? Um, so that that could be something and enforced by insurance policies to say, hey, look, your stuff needs to be on chain so we can see it. And if you still own this thing or if it's truly the value that you, you say it is. Um, yeah, you got all of the finance examples of being able to, to ping money across the planet at light speeds, at cents. You know, um, it's it's a nice thing but um, I mean, you could even go down to corporate backup policies. Could I back up your your data on blockchain on your own private in-house blockchain? So it's all fully immutable, all sorts of things. Um, but yeah, I mean, they, I think ultimately blockchain needs to come back to its roots of real world technology, real world um, kind of examples and away from NFT collections and, and kind of needs to be supporting the, the developers which is why i'm a, a big advocate and, and pleased to see uh, kind of the base guys offering up this this kind of seed funding for projects to, to support the developers and, and hopefully move away from from rugs yeah i love it go ahead alex i have an interesting take on this so i'm a developer i've been developing i've been contracting for like five six years and uh, until I've, I've jumped full-time on web3 i was using paypal i was using all types of, of platforms but the main difference is that i uh, when i was contracting i was not having to pay those fees and i was getting the money directly on crypto without any fees so if you can put a benefit of, of the web3 from a developer standpoint that's that's the biggest one and uh, yeah, right now I think the the most developers that are hearing about Web three and they hear about the positions and the roles that are here in the Web three space. I think we will see on the on the next bull run for sure. I think we will see a big number of developers coming from the Web two, only because of the low to zero fees of transactions between uh, you and the client, for example, and two the num uh, a big number of of opportunities to to build and to work in the in the space. Yeah, uh, gotta be developer friendly if you actually want to get things done. <laughs> Uh, so I'm I'm happy that you guys are all you know both devs from my understanding and uh, you know jumping on this spaces sharing your positive experience uh, with uh, the base ecosystem. It's still very fresh, very new, uh, but looks good. And I mean, I think it's a step towards the right way, and uh, that's what really matters uh, in my opinion. It's just like you know we're making progress here. I don't feel like it's a step backwards. Uh, so happy about that. You know what? I, I don't know if like if anybody had the metrics of how many people from Binance. Like I like to do this parallel. I feel it's like the easiest one to do. How many people from Binance actually used PancakeSwap or uh, 
any of their other on-chain offerings. I, I don't know if it was that big. Maybe there was a few. Um, I definitely used to be playing on Binance, and, and I think like uh, that did help me get on-chain. So I could be like an example of uh, you know playing with the BNB chain was because of Binance. But uh, I don't know if we have numbers there. I'm 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 guessing that you know there is some success. Cool. Um are y'all uh, excited for anything coming up on base that we haven't talked about that's uh, been announced maybe? Less speculation, more uh, concrete stuff. I have one, but it's considered shield, so I, I Oh no, man. <laughs> this is a we always show here, man. Like this is definitely a, the place to show. Oh yeah, yeah. So I was preparing the the factions for the base launch, and uh, we we just announced that we're gonna have the next expansion to base very very soon. We have opened the whitelist phase right now, the gamify ecosystem, and I've already deployed the marketplace that I'm co-founder also. So we are ready. We are ready for the base. Now the factions is the the interesting part as it's a gamify uh, and uh, with multiple collections on multiple chains that uh, in the end so the 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 big in the bigger scheme all the chains will work together that's how we see it nice yeah that's really cool um so I remember you guys. Well, I guess, you know, you know, a lot of our community members actually minted factions. So <laughs> we're very familiar with your projects since uh, you guys were on Polygon and we're also Polygon uh, based, quote unquote. I, I guess we're on all the chains nowadays. And I think you guys are the same. You, you used to be on Kronos, from my understanding. Very similar, actually, when you think about it, since uh, I, I do think Terra and Kronos kind of had this you know, not the same paths, but uh, uh, very familiar of each other's presence. So, uh, yeah, I'm excited for you guys to be on, on this ecosystem as well, having like more NFT projects. And I think, uh, Omega, you guys uh, are minting right now, right? I, I believe. Yeah, absolutely. So people who didn't catch, um, I'm from Mystical. Um, so we got 600 of our pixel-based NFTs currently um, minting. You can check us out on, on OpenSea as well to see some of the other ones that, that people have minted. Um, and we'll, we'll have a token going live in, in the next few few days once our, our dev team have, have kind of worked out a few of the kinks. Overall, our, our project will be focusing on RWAs. Um, sort of real world assets and, and kind of looking to lower the gap for investments for the modern layman. So um, let's use the Mona Lisa, for example, if that was ever to, to be sold, um, then kind of our protocols and, and stuff would allow for the Mona Lisa to be fractionalized into however many um, tokens people or that person selling it would, would want. Um, so say if you fractionalized it into a billion pieces, then you could buy each piece for a dollar then you could have a billion people own part of that and then they could resell the, the tokens based on the overall value of that item. Um, so that's the overall overall kind of synopsis of, of the project in, in 30 seconds. Um, you can you can get to the link on our website through my through my Twitter profile. Um, but feel free to, to jump over on Discord and, and reference you from here. And I'm sure we can sort you guys out an airdrop for the token in the coming days. Nice. We love token airdrops, by the way. You shouldn't have said that. Uh, but that being said, I'm, I always have a question on, on I guess, um, these real world assets and the tokenization of them. So my question is around like the custody of who keeps the asset in the real world, right? Like, do you understand what I mean? Mm -hmm. Yeah, absolutely. So it's a very interesting question and, and something we've been considering for a while. So we are working on a secret project at, at the moment um, that we, we can't talk about. It's going to be a one-of-one -one real world asset. It's all created and, and such. And in terms of custody, it's actually in a safety deposit box in in London. Um, the only way to access it is with one of my two safety deposit keys in my hands because it's all under biometrics. Um, so currently I'm in, in custody and, and and kind of that's proven through photography and, and bits and pieces. Um, but in, in answer to your, your question, 
there will need to be in the long run if this is going to be um, kind of taken up by the masses kind of an intermediary um, and escrow service so there are already businesses out there that specialize in holding items for individuals of high net worth or or whatever um, so it's in, entirely possible um, and we'll be looking to form a partnership and then overall within the platform anyone who owns um, kind of one of the tokens of said item whatever it may be we'll get equal voting rights um on what to do with that item should it move escrow location should the whole thing be sold should there be a leverage loan against it all, all of that sort of thing so it allows people to make kind of group decisions and, and democracy-based decisions based on on the real world assets nice yeah because uh you know it's uh always tricky right because the it's you can't have like an oracle for this. You need a custodian for the real world asset. Basically, you know, kind of trusting them in a sense that they are going <laughs> to give that asset back uh, at the point that, you know, if you want to sell it or something like that. So th there, there's got to be some sort of legal framework as well, right, that you guys uh, establish. Um, well, I guess maybe not today, but in the near future once uh, this whole operation expands. Yeah, we, we can absolutely pick that up. But you're right, in, in essence, um, kind of as the token is created, you mint a contract um, within that. So then it shows who the original kind of owners and, and bits and pieces of all of those fractionalization tokens would be. Um, but yeah, you're, you're absolutely right. There would be a level of trust and, and kind of use to like utilizing that escrow business. Um, none of the tokens or money would be taken necessarily until the item is received by by that escrow. Um, it's still a lot in the works. It's a completely new concept, so so we need to make sure it's it's going to be right when we get there. Um, but yeah, keep an eye on on what we're doing on this this one of one piece. It, it's going to be a big charity fundraiser. Um, we're, we're speaking to the foundation as we speak, and if if all goes well, then then there could be some some good partnerships in in that space. Um, I'll give you a clue kind of against the running Bitcoin initiative you'll, you'll start seeing online in, in the next four weeks or so. Nice. Go ahead, Alex. Yeah, I just wanted to say that unfortunately I have to go, but I'll definitely stick around now that I see what you guys are doing in the Discord and everything. <laughs> so have a great one and uh, I'm sure we'll catch up. Yeah, man. Thanks for uh, joining in and uh, looking forward to your uh, basement as well. I see Pedro came up. Go ahead, Pedro. Hey everyone, I'm on the road going down to walk some sites and see some clients, but I'm really here just to show Rec Gang. You know, we just have the best fucking spaces, and every time I listen to one, I learn new stuff, and it, it, it's just fucking great. And that's all I wanted to say. I have nothing else to contribute, but I love you all. You all fucking rule. I love you too, Pedro. Uh and love the energy. We missed the dad spaces yesterday. I feel bad because I actually had the time. I completely forgot. Uh, so I got to get back to on schedule. I don't uh, know. If I totally spaced as well to even maybe put a reminder out. But I was running around. Uh, I was running around uh, L.A. County yesterday like a chicken with my head cut off. And it was hot. And uh, I, yeah, I'm. I'm I'm sad we didn't do a space, but I, I, I probably Watch wouldn't. Out. Oh, Nickel shit, on hold on. Ahead. Uh, but I probably wouldn't have been able to make it. But, hey. Next, <laughs> hey, next be careful on the road, dude, man. Dude, be safe. Please be safe. <laughs> 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 you hear the voices. Watch out. Uh, but, yeah, Pedro, Watch we'll out, organize Watch it. out. Anyway, <laughs> thank you, guys. Take care. Thank you. Thank you for the kind words. Um, we have a wrecked dad spaces every tuesday at 4 p.m utc if you're a dad and you feel wrecked um pretty chill space actually <laughs> uh no, nothing wild going on there um cool all right uh i don't know if we have anybody else that's willing to share some closing thoughts uh thanks omega from uh, mystical joining us uh, do check out their mint i, I shared it actually uh, in our Discord too, so I think people are uh, definitely aware of the mint. Um, and uh, you know, once tiny frogs started popping off, we saw some good volume on our chickens. 
uh, people want to know what the next NFT project is. So it's it's great for us NFT projects as a whole. Yeah, absolutely, and and thank you for for all your support so far. Um, I think we're we're happy to say that any base project um, that kind of passes initial vetting processes and common sense by by kind of experienced people like us in here. We're more than happy to, to kind of look at doing some airdrops and some collabs and, and bits and pieces. So feel free to, to slide into my DMs or join our Discord and, and open up a, a collab link. Um, the tiny guys, hey, equally um, kind of love what you're, you're doing at the moment. Um, it's impressive kind of the, the explosive growth that you, you've had. So if there's anything we can do to, to support your community as well, um, please let us know. Um, and then lastly, we've spoken about RWAs on on here um i'm actually the co-host of the two strangers one nft podcast um, which you can find us on spotify or again the link in in my twitter and um, we've got a couple of episodes on rwa so if anyone's interested in understanding more about what that landscape looks like you can you can listen in your own ledger on that nice that sounds interesting yeah uh would love to learn more on this whole concept actually so great great for you to put out some podcasts education man very important <laughs> in this yeah man <laughs> okay cool gang so yeah keep on the lookout for um new nft mints meme coins uh we got them all in rec gang i think we called two gems today three if we count the chickens but i don't think that counts uh but uh i did 2x on the gold coin and a few of y'all got the mint tiny frogs i missed my transaction failed but i know a few hit and the uh, floor on that's about $300 right now. It's pretty wild, the volatility on it. Uh, so I'm sure there'll be lots more opportunities for you to not get wrecked. Uh, always do your research. And uh, yeah, we're always here on Twitter or Discord. Uh, so come check us out. Thanks again. And uh, have yourselves a lovely end of day. Motherfuckers screaming out loud, looking for mercy before they find themselves working a corner down in Jersey. What could be worse? Misrepresenting the first come first serve mentality stuck in the burbs. I'll be numbing up first before discovering what works and we'll see what other kinds of trash is under the dirt. We rape and plunder the earth sit and wonder about the worth and plate. Ring around the rosy while the thunder is served. Motherfuckers walking around here looking faceless, trying to make a living selling friendship bracelets. Dead ends dragging out the max amount of pain it's red down days, got them acting all bankless. Yo, fam, what? Check these token knocks. They probing this bear, flexing broken knots. I had to lay my soul down. I'm just roasting knots. And then to end a long day, 11 bowls of chronic. Never known the politic, I was born to frolic. It's been my policy to pollinate all over the plot. We got a lot of apologists jumping in at the top. We like to measure their velocity before they hit rock bottom. Over the impossible loss, it's all moss. And I'm liking the odds. Fond doing the morning, forming mycological Bonds. Click the cap, yo, the road is highly involved Flip a coin, diary fall Motherfuckers screaming out loud, looking for mercy Before they find themselves working a corner down in Jersey What could be worse? Misrepresenting the first come first serve Mentality stuck in the burbs I'll be numbing up first before discovering what works And we'll see what other kinds of treasures under the dirt We rape and plunder the earth Sit and wonder about the worth and play Ring around the rosy while the thunder is served Trying to figure out the max amount of dinner They stacked in non-toxic just to get a at a place smacking on the hostage like the shit is played for keeps clowns white knight and all these maybellines they call it implausible when model after model keeps on ripping off the coat and going full throttle beats tearing apart your community all these low hanging fruits bearing zero liquidity got a planet in reach coming standard to each i'm on the back 10 stargazing after the siege commanding all the management to grab a few seats and then we'll round up the beasts and send a messenger east y'all better sign a release when i'm bumping these beats hands up if i got motherfuckers drumming the streets yo we got a few dubs we got a couple defeats and if you're coming for the king you better have some of each motherfuckers fuckers screaming out loud looking for mercy before they find themselves working a corner down in jersey what could be worse misrepresenting the first come first serve mentality stuck in the burbs i'll be numbing up first before discovering what works and we'll see what other kinds of treasures under the dirt we rape and plunder the earth sit and wonder about the worth and play ring around the rosy while the thunder is served
Spaces. <laughs>